welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs with ADHD. We speak to successful business owners and industry experts to bring you the best tips and insights to help you launch and scale your business. Stick with us and we'll give you actionable steps that you can take right now that will get results. This podcast is hosted by Dan Gizane, founder of entrepreneur.com and owner of Hoxo Creative, the web agency that helps your business stand out and get results. Now on to the show with your host, Dan Gizane. Hey there, you're listening to episode one of the Entrepreneur Podcast. And first of all, thank you so much for listening. And before we start, this isn't how most episodes are going to flow. Normally, I'll be interviewing people and giving you things that you can take away and use in your own business. In other episodes, I'll be talking alone, answering questions, talking about websites, social media marketing, email marketing, and teaching you things that I've been learning. And we've got some great guests lined up already, so please do stick around. In this episode, I'm going to introduce the show, and I'll tell you a little about myself and why I've decided to start the podcast. Before I go into that, I want you to know that because you're joining me at the start of this journey, you can help me shape the future of entrepreneur.com and the entrepreneur podcast. If you're in business and you're struggling with something, let me know and I'll try my best to help you out. And if you're thinking of starting a business in a particular industry, or if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, but you're not quite sure where to start, again, let me know and I'll try my best to interview the right people to help you get started. So my name is Dan Gazane. I run a company called Huxo Creative, a web design agency based in the Midlands in the UK. I was diagnosed with ADHD at a young age, having first been assessed around the age of three when I was banned from a nursery. I was seen by multiple healthcare professionals, specialists, child psychologists, psychiatrists and social workers and I don't remember a great deal but I remember seeing a lot of people. I had help at home, at school, I had to off somewhere once a week and what I can remember is from the age of around 10 or 11 that all seemed to stop. But I had constant issues at school, I was always in trouble, I was in trouble at home, I was in trouble at school for shouting out, being a clown ignoring teachers and at home I was a pain I was causing trouble for my parents I was trouble ca- causing trouble around the neighbourhood and the neighbours were constantly knocking the door telling my parents what I'd done next and if it wasn't me I could get the blame anyway because it wasn't normally me this carried on for years I was in trouble with police on and off and it carried on through school and caused me all sorts of issues I ended up leaving and going to three different primary schools when I was 16 my mum bought me a book called You Mean Not Lazy, Stupid or Crazy by Kate Kelly and Peggy Ramundo and reading that it was like it was written about myself that's when I realised I still had ADHD and until then I'd not really given a lot of thought I was under the impression that ADHD was something that just children had and particularly naughty children when I left school I started college I was doing a GMVQ in business and I got myself a job in the evenings in a call centre most friends at college were working in shops on a Saturday I was working most nights in this call centre I'd dick about I'd had fun I'd speak to people every day and I got paid pretty well. And I did that for about a year before dropping out of college early and doing what I thought was the norm, which was getting a nine-to-five job. Back then, in the early 2000s, getting jobs was pretty easy. I was outgoing, I could speak to people, I was energetic. I knew how to use computers and I got myself some pretty good office jobs but the problems that had started years ago and had blighted me my whole life started following me around again I was late for everything this ended up costing me loads of jobs at 17 I, I knew a recruiter that I'd met years earlier and she got me a job as a laser operator which sounds pretty cool but in reality it was boring I was learning how to make junk mail and I worked in an office with one guy. He was the only person that could do his job. And I was being trained to help him and then one day replace him. And we'd just sit there. We'd have the design already. And all we'd do is get the data from Excel, import all the names and addresses, print all that onto them. We'd print absolutely thousands of these things. And we'd give them off to the people in the post room. Because the guy was pretty busy, we'd just 
sometimes we'd be sat there for an hour working together other times i was just sat around pissing about on a computer and after a couple of weeks they gave me a second job this job was across the same building in an office and all i'd do is print onto an old big printer that needed needed loading with tab paper i was the only person on the ground floor and i was printing stuff for the executives upstairs i was 17 i had my own office i had the internet and i could do what i wanted pretty much all day and then once in a while i'd go back over to the laser operator and do some work with him and it wasn't long before i got my auntie a job in the same place doing data entry and then i got a friend a job and every day they're coming to my office for dinner but then the excuses about being late started wearing thin and it got to the point where i knew if i was late again they'd probably sack me so after a while i decided to call in sick instead of coming calling late because i thought that might be the best thing to do but obviously it wasn't and they sacked me but it didn't take long before i got another job and not long after when i was 18 i was allowed to work night shifts legally something that i thought would be absolutely amazing i stayed up most nights anyway so it wasn't much difference to me and i got paid well so i did that for a while had the same kind of problems we fast forward a few years i had loads of jobs i'd moved in with some girl once got a house somewhere else split up with her ended up homeless moved back to my hometown ended up in some shitty flat was depressed and the jobs i'd managed to get pretty easily over the years just didn't come anymore i'd burnt bridges with the people i built relationships with for for jobs they didn't want to put me forward to work i was unreliable i couldn't get a decent reference and then when i did get work it was temporary or be miles away out of town and i'll just be even later so during that time i spent a good year or two just going out most nights getting pissed partying feeling sorry for myself i'd spend every penny i had pretty fast and then one day i responded to a job advert in the paper for the ambulance service and six months later i was working for some transport company i'd forgot about even applying for the ambulance service and got a letter for it off in an interview i went to the interview got the job and finally i had a job to be proud of which at the time i was starting to make a name of myself as a dj i was being booked for gigs with some pretty famous people some up-and-coming famous people like chipmunk tiny temper Roll deep crew tim westwood but the job meant i'd have to work a lot of shifts and weekends and nights so the dj was put on hold and it's still on hold now but i needed a steady job and this is my chance to actually finally have a career if i didn't fuck it up and this fast-paced environment of working in an emergency call centre was brilliant especially when you got ADHD I was always doing something different I never had to concentrate on anything for too long and it wasn't long before I was promoted and promoted again I met a girl there Laura and we got on amazingly a year later we got together 10 years later we're still together now we've got four children two boys and two girls we've got Charlie who's eight Harry is six Peggy's just turned two and our youngest Nancy is about to turn one and when I think back to, to when Charlie was a baby I had, everything was going well we had a good job it was paying well I had a family I had a wife to be I had a nice car a nice house and something just wasn't right to me I just couldn't switch off I wasn't going out getting drunk every night anymore and I needed to be doing something we had lots of free time we'd work shifts and we'd get loads off but I needed to do something else and doing that the thought of doing that job for the next 30 or 40 years just was horrendous couldn't be stuck in one office doing the same thing over and over again for, for years I'd always wanted to start another business and in school before I could even drive I probably bought and sold about 20 cars some of them were shit some of them were impulse buys some I kept as projects I had all sorts of plans for and then never did like most things I'd move on to something else and then a mate that I'd grown up with started his business he was a mechanic and he set up a shop on his own but straight away he hit a problem and he called me one day because he was tucked away nobody knew where he was and he asked me about social media and how we use Facebook so I tried to explain it but it didn't go very well and then in the end I did that for 
for him. He wasn't keen to do it himself after I'd set it all up. So I ended up posting for him. And then we got on Twitter. We were posting stuff on there. And like a lot of people do, we start posting random shit. Like annoying posts like, buy from us or visit us for your service or come down for your repair. And it didn't get anywhere. And then after a while, I started posting silly stuff like funny pictures, wordplay, games and memes and all sorts. And it did all right. And I thought, great, yeah, this this is how I'm going to make money. I'll go into business doing this for other people. So July 2013, I registered registered my first business Huxo Digital Media Limited and I picked the name Huxo because it was one of the only four letter domains I could actually find that were available and it stood out straight away I told myself it stood for helping you excel online and I just went with it really I could do this on my, as well as my job I could do it on the side I taught myself HTML from a book years ago in my teens I started building websites years before I'd built a pretty successful and well-known website years ago and I let it expire I didn't do a lot with it and then back then I didn't, didn't even know you could make money from websites or that I could try and make money from building websites for other people. So 2013, I registered the company and I decided, right, I needed a website. So I opened up Notepad, I started typing HTML and creating a website for my business. And I did this for quite a few days until I finished and I was happy with what I wrote. But then I looked at it and I looked at other websites and I thought, mine is shit. But I put it out there anyway. And then afterwards, I, I discovered WordPress and the world of WordPress themes. And eventually I found Theme Forest. I bought a theme, made it look alright, promoted the shit out of it on social media. Didn't get anywhere on Facebook, but I had loads of people on Twitter contacting me. And then I'd spend loads of time curating content, writing content, sharing content. Managed to get to 20,000 followers at one point. And the company name ended up in the press for being a social media influencer. We'd got into some top 10 lists of social media influencers in the UK. And we were against some pretty big marketing companies, but that didn't exactly mean we were doing brilliantly. I'd turned into a jack-of-all-trades by then. I was working on websites, I was doing social media campaigns, taking on a lot of graphic design work and outsourcing it. But we'll talk about that another time. I spent a lot of my time back then responding to people, responding to inquiries and talking about what we could do for people, tailoring services to get the work. And I was hating every second of it because I was just wasting time emailing people that I didn't know actually had the money or that I'd want to work with. With every new email that came in, it just became clearer and clearer that this this wasn't the right way to go about things. I was loving building websites. I enjoyed working on WordPress. I had big ideas about the websites I'd build and what the clients could do with that to grow their business. If only they'd write more content, be active online. But a lot of them just wanted to buy brochure websites. They'd pay for it once and never touch it again. And I'm no SEO expert, but we started getting some decent results from local businesses we had some really good local seo where people getting on the first page of google for some really good search terms and at the end of 2017 i started only accepting website work i was really enjoying it i decided to invest thousands into a course and membership program and i joined a mastermind group of other agency owners and that was probably the best thing i've ever done well the best thing i'd ever done in business anyway suddenly i was speaking to business owners that i aspired to be like i had access to a whole world of knowledge and learned how to run my agency properly and then i decided i probably should rebrand so from hooks Digital Media, we became Hookso Creative. I built a new site, I got some really good projects to work on, and I decided to step it up a notch. And to get to that next level, we'd need to niche down. There couldn't be some generic web design agency if we were going to stand out and get the right type of clients who could afford to pay the money we wanted. I had friends charging a minimum of 10, 20 grand to work on a project. They were making thousands a month to manage websites. I run marketing campaigns and automation campaigns. Stuff that I could do, but I wasn't getting the kind of inquiries to get that kind of work. I'd need to focus on something to get to the right level. I knew from Mike Killam from Saudi Service that niching down didn't necessarily mean choosing an industry. Someone else is probably doing that anyway, and that is that really a niche? So, after a lot of thinking and I'm talking about racking my brain for months I decided to go for non-profits specifically I'd help non-profits grow their army of followers 
and get more donations online. I've had some pretty good success with non-profits. I was on the board of a local charity. I was involved with some political groups. I knew the strategies that I'd have to, stand, to start standing out. Thanks to being able to hyper-focus, I'd spend hours researching the publications, the kind of influence I'd, I'd want to reach out to, charities that I could talk to and get really good results for straight away, conferences that I'd try and go attend and meet the right people to talk to but after that initial excitement and research it wasn't exciting anymore it didn't feel right when i started looking into it i found other web design agencies that just help non-profits there's all sorts of people helping non-profits with social media web design marketing and was i really offering anything special was i doing anything different to them was it getting me excited could i do this for the next few years and i decided it probably wasn't to be fair even though i wasted months researching it and putting the effort in but instead of thinking well i've wasted my time i think well i've learned something now about how my business should be going forward i joined another coaching program and i talked to my mentor like any good coach he didn't tell me the answers he didn't provide them for me he just asked me the right questions and coming up with the perfect niche for me was something that only i could decide i chowed out a small fortune on all sorts of podcast equipment months earlier i never impulse by because then i knew i wanted to start a podcast i just wasn't sure about who i was going to be talking to what i was going to be talking about i had friends and peers who've been podcasting for a long time some were doing brilliantly some some have been going for ages they'd interviewed all sorts of amazing people some had growing their business massively through podcasting and being on YouTube. So starting something similar about web design or marketing wouldn't be any good for me. I'd need to go down my own path. There's no point talking about the same kind of thing that others are doing and following the crowd. And I couldn't spend hours talking about non-profits because the excitement wasn't there. And then one day, I was driving up the motorway, listening to a podcast, when all of a sudden, a thought popped in my head that maybe there are other people out there like me, adults with ADHD, still suffering because they've grown up and aren't in the system anymore. They're not getting help. And if I've got this inner need to work for myself, this inner desire to be my own boss and manage my own income, maybe others with ADHD do too. Maybe I can help them. And maybe those people that are younger than me, just starting out, can realise that they don't have to have a 9-to-5 job. They can start a business. They can learn to put processes in place to keep them on track and not just run a business, but actually learn how to grow and scale a business properly. The idea felt like a brainwave, but like a lot of things, they do. I didn't know if it was just a passing thought. I had thoughts racing. I thought about it for days, weeks, did all sorts of research. I had so many ideas flying around. But was this going to be another idea that goes to the never-ending list of amazing ideas that I'd have and not follow through with or that I'd look into and it just wasn't feasible? Or that I'd stay at a start and then not stay consistent? So I talked to my mentor. He asked me if working with ADHD business owners would be the right way to go. Maybe they'd be really awkward to work with, difficult clients, the kind that you're chasing for work, the kind that you're chasing up for the things that you need to do to be able to work on their projects. But the idea stayed. I thought more and more about who I could talk to, who I could help and who I could be in business for, what I could do to make the whole process of building websites it's easy for them and I thought I'd start a podcast I couldn't throw in anything similar to what I had in mind there's some really good ADHD podcasts out there but they're not doing the same kind of things that I want to do I joined all sorts of ADHD groups on Facebook I started chatting to like-minded people and reading their posts and comments and trying to be helpful that in itself was a really weird feeling like I'd met people who had the same kind of problems as me I didn't realise other people had these kind of problems and some had never been diagnosed some had been diagnosed in their 30s, 40s some like me were the same kind of age had helped years before some were medicated but after talking to so many people for quite a while it kind of felt like it just felt right like I'd find my kind of people the people the same problems that I'd had the people that are still struggling because they were either not getting the right medication or they'd had to go through private diagnosis and, or they weren't medicated and never had any help I'd posted asking if others owned a business I talked about that what I had planned I did this on Facebook in the groups I went onto Reddit and the response from both was awesome I had so many people coming back to me some had started businesses and failed some were doing really well some had lost focus and were in interested in their businesses. I spoke to a guy like me who worked in the emergency services, but then he started a company that's now turning over a 
more than £1 million a year. He's worked on big films, movies with A-list celebrities. And because of his creativity and ability to focus really well, he's done well in business. But other people were telling me similar stories. Some people were talking about amazing things. But all of these problems people had all seemed so familiar, like I'd finally found my tribe. I'd registered entrepreneur.com long before ever finding out if there was a market, probably another impulse buy. And the concepts and the ideas are still changing and evolving. But the overall aim is to help other people like me, like you. So if you've got ADHD and you run your own business, or if you aspire to run your own business, I want to help you achieve success. Not just success in business, but success in life. I'll be interviewing some amazing guests for the show, some I've known for years, some I've met through business, some from the WordPress community, and others I've met since talking about the show. If there's anything you'd like to learn or a particular guest you'd like me to try and talk to, just let me know. I'd love your feedback on the show so far. Let me know what works, what doesn't, what you'd like to hear. I'll try and get it done. Anyway, I won't keep waffling on for too long. Thank you for listening to this and please tune in again. Also, before I go, if you don't mind reviewing this on whatever you're listening to, if it's Spotify, iTunes, please do because it will help me get the word out more. Also, check out the website, entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast the number one resource for entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs with ADHD. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you found this episode useful, please do leave a review. If you have any questions or if you want to speak to other business owners just like you, join us in our free Facebook community. Head to entrepreneur.com forward slash group to join. And finally, this episode was brought to you by Hoxo Creative, the web agency that helps your business stand out and get results. If you want to find out how you can get better results from your website or social media efforts, head over to the blog at hookso.co.uk where you'll find a number of free resources.